Uh, hello, uh, welcome. Um, I just, I just finished watching, uh, Planet of the Apes. What a great movie. I don't know what they added. It's obviously not the original form, the original movie, but whatever they added made it look great. It's still, you know, it's practical effects, physical effects, but it's just a good fucking movie. It truly is good. For 1968, you know, a movie is good when, by the end, you're still thinking about the movie. You don't understand the ending. A movie like Cool Hand Luke, or Cash 22, or, um, I don't know, I guess Planet of the Apes. Good fucking movie. You know, I don't see a lot of movies nowadays like, like, like those, because those, they really go into it, you know. Script... Actors want to make it good. They actually give a shit about the art. You know what I mean? You know, you don't see that not nowadays with with movies. Maybe with A twenty four. That's something I didn't uh, get to. But um, I had all these things planned up for uh, yesterday's um, recording. Not even show. It's I'm not going to pretend it's something that it it isn't. Right. So you know, A twenty four has made. The Witcher, or The Witch, um, and Lighthouse, and Uncut Gems, and mid-90s, Tragedy of Macbeth, which is, I think, came out pretty recently, and Lamb, which I think is, like, French, um, and, uh, they actually make some decent, a lot of them are in bl- black and white, but they're good, they're good movies, a lot of them are dramatic, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but they're, in terms of, of that, they make underrated movies that are, you know, give you this lust for life. Always when I'm watching, like, an old movie. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. Cash 22 with Alan Arkin and Art Garfunkel and with the planes and the flashbacks. And he's in the hospital bed. And it's like, what? what is this movie? What are you trying to tell me? What? What is happening? You know? Is it... Are those flashbacks happening in real time? Are those his dreams? Or is that a metaphor? Like, what's what's happening there? I, I want to know, right? Like, it makes you think. You get curious. You know what's cool and Luke when he dies at the, ver- the very end? It's like, what? Why? What? That was good. You know, y'all, all, all these actors, the way it used to be, you would just watch a movie based off an actor, you know, Paul Newman... Robert Redford or Charles Bronson or um, Humphrey Bogart or James Stewart. People like that. You would just watch the movies or even if it was the director. Um, and, uh, you know, just... I, I used to love movies. It's a simple thing. It's like, hey, dude, it's just a movie. Chill out. No, fuck you. Movies are great. They're, they're not what they used to be. You know when you're when you're fucking passionate about anything, it's it's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. If it's music or if it's a movie, whatever it is, it gives you something. Um, but A twenty four makes some good movies. Uncut Gems is is pretty good. Lighthouse is amazing. Remember, I think I watched it the the day it came out. It was great. Um. 
mid-90s, of course, is also very good. And Tragic Macbeth, I haven't seen. It's, I don't know. Looks, looks good. Doesn't look great. But, uh, you, know, you, you see these old movies, and people used to put a- actual, like, real effort. They used to make good movie po- posters. Saul Bass would just cut out construction paper and put them onto these big backgrounds. It wasn't just letters and people's faces and the title of the movie and all that. It was it was like shapes and logos and it was, you know, anybody from around the world could look at it and try to figure out what, what the movie is about because it's a trailer. It's a it's an advertisement for the movie with a single picture. That's what it is. You're promoting the movie through a poster, which is just amazing. Um, but you made all, all these great, great uh, movie po- posters. You know, the human factor, which is just a phone um, inside a phone booth off the hook, and it's hanging by the cord, and it captured this moment. It's great. The man with a golden arm and Grand Prix or Grand Prix, which is such a good movie. Such a good movie about about race cars and hot rods and mix it's like it's a guy movie. It's about cars and, and action and adrenaline and speed. Not 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 actual speed, but you, you know what I'm talking about. But even the Spirit of St. Louis, but an airplane and, and the loud engines and the propellers and you're over the ocean and you have the world and the palm of your hand and it's a fucking awesome movie. It really is. I love it. I love it. Same with James Bond. It's the guy who gets the girl and there's action. It's a fucking awesome movies. James Bond used to be great. You know, with Sean Connery, you had Dr. No, um, Pocket Pussy. Or no, it was um, Octopussy, not Pocket Pussy. Get those confused at times. Um, Goldfinger. Thunderball or Thunderblast, Thunderbowl, and um, Moonraker, which is great. Love that poster. Um, but Saul Bass made these great posters, these great movies. Schindler's List, Spartacus, Anatomy of a Murder. I don't know. The Fixer, but that, that Jew in World War One in Russia, and he's traveling all that way through that snow. It's brutal, brutal weather in, like, Russia or wherever it may be. Magnificent Seven with Charles Bronson and Steve McQueen and fending off the, the Mexican gang, which now is blown out of proportion. Seconds. Seconds is a good movie. It's about a guy who changes his identity, and he, he he's done being married. He wants to be young again, and it's kind of like a Twilight Zone episode, like the one where... um. This woman wakes up in a hospital, and everybody around her is ugly. And they try and make her look like them. And it reminds me of transgender people. It's like, we gotta look this way, and this is the real beauty. Which is kind of like Planet of the Apes, where they think, where apes are actually humans, and humans are actually animals. And now you, you look at apes, and they're more humane than we are. Right? They have instincts, they know what common sense is, and... These laws of biology, learning to adapt, survival of the fittest, and you listen to those senses. You're you're four or five. I think of five because there's the movie The Sixth Sense. But your five senses: you know, smell, touch, 
sight, hearing, or sound, um, taste. I think think those are the five. But uh, these movies are great. You can get into all these different places and just obsess and and educate yourself. If it's editing, if it's directing, or if it's writing, or if it's acting, or if it's the actual storyboards or the posters, like there are all these rules for this one product. It's great. It's fucking awesome. Come on. Are you seriously telling me you think getting into movies is is geeky or dumb? Even if you're nodding your head, I don't give a shit. Movies are awesome. They are. Even if it's if it's the music of the movie. Like, are you going to tell me you're not going to sit down? Or, hey, it's an easy way to score with your woman or whoever the hell you're going out with. If it's a, a dog, a crocodile, a sex doll, whatever it may be. Um, you're going out and you're just having a fun time. It's a way to relax and unwind and it's a distraction. It's an escape and it's it's awesome, you know? But Planet of the Apes is great. I don't know what's better, that or like Catch-22, but um, it's fucking insane. But really that point I was getting to, or I, I kind of touched on for just a little bit, was that these apes in these movies are more civilized than... The humans are, because they're humans in the movies, but we're just barbarians. Remind me of um, people in just terrible neighborhoods who were no <coughs> known for being naggers. <coughs> but uh, there's this sci-fi part. No, but no. Before I get to that part, actually, I have to get to the other point. Is that humans are acting like animals, and the animals are acting like humans. And you see in zoos how apes are acting like people. They're like people because we descended from apes. We truly, we, we did. We did. And um, life is so easy for us now that we're acting like animals when it comes to sex and drugs and um, alcohol. Where we just kind of let go and it takes over. And you just, you be, you kind of like, you not be your own person. What are those stupid liberal sayings are? There's some truth to that. Be your own person. Be independent. To be a truth teller. Like, shut up. But the third point is that when you see people in nightclubs and just getting fucked up, it's like you're not a human being. You're an animal. Where there's such a lack of love, it's always love making and not actual love. Which was in the movie. That was in the fucking movie. Where this. This guy, Taylor, leaves planet Earth to find love. How poetic is that? And how how relatable is that? That connects to now, which is fucking amazing. That that was a that existed back in nineteen sixty eight. That is wow. I mean Holy shit is that crazy. I just I can't even that's just weird to me. How things haven't changed all that much over how many years? 70, 80, 90, 2008, 2018, 50, 52, 54 years or so. I mean, truly just holy shit. A really, just a holy shit moment. 
And there's all these funny lines in the movie where it's like, It's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. I need you. Is it so possible I need a person? It was like, damn you. Damn you all to hell. At the very end on the beach when he's fucking pounding his fist onto the the sand there. <laughs> God, such funny lines. Or there's, there's another one where it's like, do you really need a weapon? It's like, no, but I want one. That, that was a funny one. But uh, it's absolutely nuts. We're we're not humane anymore, and I feel like I feel like apes are gonna. Planet of the Apes is coming not soon. I'm saying in the next three or four hundred years, because we are on a downfall. It seems like that life is too easy, and we have things doing things for us, like robots, technology, our phones. Too many machines. Too many machines. You don't want to do your laundry by hand? Don't worry about it. We got a machine for that. You don't want to go out and uh, get food? Don't worry. We got a delivery service for that. You don't want to go out and find love and and find uh, yourself a mate or a you know uh, some strange? Don't worry. There's a there's a system for that too. Any problem is solved, and we're not fucking. We're not dealing with it. We're not dealing with our problems. We have things. Solving our problems for us. Isn't that insane? That life is so easy that it's become difficult. Because we're weaker. Because we're more sensitive now. And become more offensive. And we're so delicate that we get upset over the dumbest things. The dumbest things. It's insane. How can you not see how... Uh, I've heard these these words before where it's like this is so Orwellian or this is so dystopian and it's it's really something out of Star Trek what's what's happening how how easy life is and that's what become that's what it's become and apes they're more humane because they're more fit and they have these facial expressions like we do they're becoming human even though they're not they are I don't know if this is new or not but it's weird. It's they act like human beings. There are these little little parts, little moments where it's like, oh, you acted like a human being for a second. For for just a second. Just a second you acted like a fucking human being. How can you fucking how can you not see that? You know? The way they are with tribes and, and hunting and you know, we have alpha males and beta males and and it's about this dominance and that part we're still because we're still animals even though we're mammals we're still animals you, you know right holy shit holy shit that's crazy to me that really is truly but Planet of the Apes really really goes bounds it's still like Wow, this is still great. This still holds up like Alien. But Planet of the Apes is just fucking amazing. You know, I remember in being in school, and like, there, there was this class where it was called Film is, Lit, Film is Literature. And because kids are stupid and they want to read books, so we'll just watch movies. Um, and uh, we watched, there was a, there was a, there was a category. There was a horror um, part of the year, and then there were like, sci-fi movies and we watched Solaris 
we watched 2001 Space Odyssey and Blainar, but like, why didn't we watch Planet of the Apes? Why the fuck did we not watch Planet of the Apes? I probably because black people would get offended. That's probably why. But, um, you know, there, there's that one, the first part of the movie in 2001, you have these apes. It's like, okay, they're acting like animals, not acting like people. But in Planet of the Apes, they're acting like people, and it's, I, I guess it's creepy. It's very practical with just the mask on the face rather than CGI. Not a green screen, but a blue screen, and um, it's amazing. It's amazing to see this this piece of art. It's so good. It's so good, you know. But other movies, I mean, other TV shows that that are so iconic and so classic in terms of sci-fi, like The Twilight Zone or Star Trek, even Planet of the Apes, even like 2001 for some people. Saw ours for probably like an even smaller portion. It's like you see these ideas and how they're real. They actually exist in today's society. There's, I've already, I think I've already talked about this before, but there's an episode of Star Trek, I think it's like season three, where Spock, not Spock, where Kirk is captured and knocked out. And he actually switches bodies with a woman. There's this brick wall. It's like a device. Maybe it's the the wailing wall in uh, Jerusalem. But he acts like a man inside a woman's body. And she acts like a woman inside of a man's body. Even though she, she's a, a woman, she's actually a man. Or even though she's a man, she's actually a woman. And even though he's a a woman, he's actually a man. Which is just the transgender shit and all that crap. It's like, and this was back in like 1970. Which is insane. Or 1969. It's just insane. Same with a Twilight episode where everybody's dressed like a pig and they got these like, these pig nostrils. It's just so fucked up. So fucked up. I mean, how can you, how can you not be amazed by a thing like this? It's truly crazy. And then you get other episodes of Twilight Zone, which are just great. Some are funny. There was the Santa Claus one, which is kind of funny, or the car salesman one, where he can't stop lying, which is also great. Those are not all just sci-fi, but it's like these shows last so long, even though the quality is bad, the content is so good, and the way it's portrayed, the way it's um, executed, so well done, it holds up, it really does, and while I was watching Planet of the Apes, I couldn't help but be reminded of Lost when they're put into those cages, or when they're going around um, through the jungle, and they're at those rocks at the very edge of the... Um, uh, of the, uh, I don't know, I don't know if the village or, like, the island, wherever. And, um, and, uh, I just remember, like, wow, 
this is so much better because Lost ripped off so many things. They took things from House and the X Files. I can't even remember where else, but so many places. Twenty four a bit, and you got these shows, these uh, TV shows in like the two thousands, just drama, just dramatic. Twenty four, which the last couple seasons were so bad, I couldn't stop laughing. It was so. The final season was terrible. The second to last was also really bad. I think I started with season seven. And then when I went back to one, I was like, okay, this is shit. This is garbage. And those stupid promos he, he would make, it was just awful. I can't remember that guy's name. The guy, guy who played Jack, whatever his name was, that the star. Um, his actual, his, his jaw looked like it was swollen. And he had the weird, he had like this Jay Leno chin. And it's such a physically so funny looking. Okay, that's, now that's funny. That's funny. And you know they just get pissed when you laugh at it. Because they want to be taken seriously. So when you laugh at something like that, they're going to be pretty pissed. They're going to be pretty aggravated with you. But, um... Remember I was writing this uh, book. It was going to be like this dumb CIA agent. And, um, which I already wrote. But um, uh, I, I, was wa- I was looking up movies about the CIA. And there was one with Robert Redford in it. And he was like this bookworm. He was like, ah. And then... He walks into the building. I think he goes out to get like a, like a sa- sandwich to get food for his colleagues, and they're all just reading material for the CIA. They work for the CIA, and they're all just bookworms, and they're like journalists. And a guy walks in and shoots all of them while he's out getting them food. And then he goes over to the phone and he calls, and he makes a call. And he gives his little code. Yes, I'm a CIA agent, blah, 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 blah. And then he gives him this protocol, and he's so objective about it. He's not emotional at all about it. It's, it's fucking, it's so weird. It's so odd. And um, let me get a drink here. He keeps just saying, I'm just a bookworm. I'm just a bookworm. And he's on the run and all that. And it's, it's, it's an okay movie. It's not great. But it's... But it was one of those movies like, okay, I can see why people are, are just fall for Robert Redford and watch all those movies and we're just dazzled by his, um, by his acting and his movies. You know, it was that and The Sting and... Um, was he in the the candidate? I had to watch that for school. It was fucking awful. Um, but uh, then I remember getting a suggested video because I watched the trailer for um, I don't even remember what it was called. That movie. It was like a code word. The I can't. It began with like a C or something. But I don't remember what the movie was called. And uh, there, there there was there was an interview in like 1985 where there was this guy named um let me find his name i think it was john stockwell 
and who wrote these books like Red Sunset and In Search of Enemies. And uh, he was talking about the final days of Vietnam. He was talking about the fall of Saigon and the, uh, the collapse of the South Vietnamese army and things like that. And it's just so serious. And it's like, how is this even possible? It's so odd to think because we never see that. We never see a CIA agent or a federal a- agent um, speak out to the public, give us the news, what's going on, giving us intel and information and things like that. And you just don't see it anymore. Journalists lie all the time. And he goes into deep detail about, um, he said they, but I, you can assume by they, the CIA giving secrets to the communists, probably a, not Russia, but different communists. Um, uh, what else did I write here? Um, leaving their people behind when they um, kind of just left Vietnam um, not letting the tr- truth out, preventing it. And, like, he had to close his post and he had to lose battles and all his people died. It was fucking depressing to watch. Ah, And it was a quote at the very end. It was like, power is not sufficient evidence of truth. Like, that's douchey. That's a douchey thing to say. But then there was another interview. It was a stand-up one um, with, with a guy and same, same, same guy. John Stockwell. Um, and he says, one of the fourth main functions of the CIA is to gather intelligence, deliver it to policymakers, and pretty much just influence people and control propaganda. And obviously that has a lot to do with um, Operation Mockingbird and things like that. But it was fucking insane. To see something like that. It's like, holy shit. This guy was doing shit back then. What are they doing now if the world is so much worse? What the fuck are they doing now? In terms of propaganda and influencing people. If they were selfish back then and they were, they were such cowards and people had ego problems. And they were just leaving people behind and it was just this mess. I mean, it's just weird. It's just weird. You know? Just odd. But it seems like that's what they're doing now with people having to go behind paywalls just to just to speak out. But that's fucking insane. That is insane that a CIA agent, a re- retired one, was re- writing these books. And there are some books that were written about the CIA and exposing all these secrets and the history of it all. And this was in like the late 80s, I think, which is around the same time the MK Ultra guys were starting to reveal, you know, fucking um, the truth and came out with it, what went on, what it was, you know. Just experimenting on people. Fucking inhumane, disgusting shit, right? And uh, there was a book that was written, and it went to a court of law. The court of law. The U.S. court of law. And eventually it got out, but the fact that it was so tough. I mean, now things are so much worse because it's all online. You can't really push things out physically. 
you know? If you want to print a book, you have to pay for it. Um, I guess I guess that's better, right? I th- that probably is, yeah. And things are tougher in terms of getting information out and educating people. And things are so controlled online that you can't really just find what you're looking for within, like, five minutes or the snap of a finger. you got to hunt. you got to dig deep to find what you're looking for. And it won't be on, like, these big sites like YouTube or a major site. It'll be on a private website where you can post whatever you want. But what happens when the internet crashes? Then you got to resort to the books. That's better. Because if you have a, are a partner with a publishing company or producers or writers or editors or even your agent, then it's like, oh, you can't write that. You can't publish that. It's like, why not? Be able to write or say whatever the hell I want, and this guy, the fucking guts, just speaking out, writing these books, telling the truth, what happened in Vietnam. I was like, holy shit! Like you get this this deeper level of the truth, where it's so raw. This guy isn't really acting; he's playing himself. And it's fucking great. It's fucking great to see, you know. Because you wonder and you can speculate, things like that. But a lot of those conspiracies way back when are starting to see light. You know, probably the Paul McCartney conspiracy, but definitely the JFK conspiracy and all the shit with Vietnam. But my question is, with the hippies, like, if the CIA was certainly controlling propaganda and influencing people, why would they let the hippies be out there? You know, why would they let... Lennon be the leader of these hippies, be this big influence. I know Nixon and J. Edgar Hoover wanted him out of New York. He was a fucking an illegal immigrant. They didn't want him the fuck out of the United States. And uh, um, because of the hippie thing, people started protesting, and that had an impact. Protests back then existed just as much as they do now. Same with, you know, it was the, I think it was the University of Columbia, maybe I'm wrong, where they literally threw a brick through a window, a flaming, I don't know if it was on fire, but violent protests existed back then just as much as they do now. It's fucking insane. It's like, wow. That's, I mean, just amazing. You get, you get to know the truth, you know? Fucking, I don't even know what to, get away from that, but, um, it's good, because when you focus on the past, you learn so much more about the present, so, you know, just looking back and seeing, okay, that's what happened in Vietnam, that's what the CIA was doing, that's what, you kind of just, that's how they acted in that moment, it's like, okay, interesting, what do I do with this, what does this mean, because you're telling people way after Vietnam, it's like you're in a whole different war now. It doesn't. This is useless. If we would have had some sort of, I don't know, understanding of it, or getting that concept out in like the seventies, that would have changed history. But it came out in the late eighties, which was totally different, or the mid eighties, I think. Um, but fucking insane. Fucking insane how. CIA, professional CIA operatives acted in that moment of defeat when Vietnam just like, yeah, it's over, we're getting the fuck out of here. 
they, they at times they just left files and secrets and names of of agents just just in cabinets or in desks and they just left because they knew they were going to lose it was over um but other than that video that was like an hour interview um i was watching fucking these almost like failed but videos of women on bobsleds competing in the 2022 olympics and just fucking up so badly they they're on the ice they're on their little bobsled and it's all like singles it's never teams such bullshit it used to be you ever watched that crappy Disney movie, the 1988 Jamaican bobsled team, man, right? Jamaican man, the bobsled team. I can't even, can't even fake a Jamaican impression. What's wrong with me? But what, what the fuck happened? Why aren't they like all four together? Why is it just singles? Do they suck at sports so much they have to do it? I thought bobsled was like a team sport, you know? That's not something you do by yourself. What the fuck? It's retarded. That's retarded. But their bobsleds, their bobsled slips over. They're on the ice and they're just drifting slowly, like a fucking penguin who slips and he's just going down an icy hill. <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever seen. And it's constant. It's like four solid minutes each. Each fail is like 10 seconds or so, maybe 20, no more than 25, and it's just multiple fails, and they're so bad. These women do not know how to bobsled. They're not even part of a team, so that doesn't help either. So it's just a gigantic fuck up. I mean, if a 1988 Jamaican bobsled team can do it, why can't you? If you're an independent woman, why can you do this little thing that, you know, useless, toxic men can do? Hoo, hoo, ha, ha. Hey, Robin. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Dumbass brudge. Right? You know, it's... Other than that in the news that I saw, I saw um, uh, the Virginia governor... Virginia Governor Yunkin just signed a bill uh, beginning school uh, mask mandates, which is fucking great. Now the parents actually have a say in what goes on. Because if the teachers are making them do it, I bet a bunch of teachers are going to quit. But good. Good. It's about time. Ugh. You know how much damage kids are going to have? Probably a bunch of them are going to have asthma are going to have Worse asthma. I guarantee that. But, yeah, I saw these little things in the news. Hey, I'll just write these down. Women slipping on the fucking the bobsled who just suck at sports. Shouldn't even be in the Olympics. And a great little, you know, an uplifter. Fucking little piece of hope like this. Signing a bill. Awesome. That's what I love to see. That's what I love to fucking save, right? And, um, the C-11 bill, something about that. I didn't read too much into that. Um... Which is, uh, it regards the privacy of people and um, the whole thing with the truckers and people's privacy being hacked into and putting that into play. And they're probably going to sue, but probably not because it's Canada. And a joke I came up with was, um, 
why is Canada's symbol of their nation a leaf? Because, you know, it's the one country that people want to leave, right? It's the one country in North America people want to leave. You just because if, if there's a leaf, you must leave, right? But, um... I remember not too long ago watching a, a video of Jon Stewart. And the guy had a lot of influence. You know, he, he did a bit making fun of uh, Glenn Beck's chalk bit with the conspiracies. And the time in like 2004 where he was on Crossfire, uh, which was on like CNN at the time. And just bashing the fuck out of it. It was like he took a baseball bat to a pinata and just just fucking... Beat it to shreds. It was like he might as well just run over it with his fucking golf cart, or like a, or with a either a golf cart or an SUV, and and um, like yeah, I fucking destroyed that. Watch me. And he made fun of it. He poked holes in it. And uh, Tucker Carlson, who was on it at the time, which is a huge name now, um, he got it. Taken off the air. It was on the air maybe a week, maybe a couple weeks. I'm not sure. Not very long. Not nearly long enough because it lost viewers. The ratings were bad. So, yeah, we're pulling this. Because you really think CNN, even back then, is going to be moral about it? It's like, ooh, we can't have a show that is, like, evil and stuff. That's, like, mean and and disgusting. No, we'll just, we'll just leave it because if it's... If it's ratings, then we can just we can just keep it up, <laughs> you know. No, that's not how CNN works. Sorry to uh, be a party crasher or a buzzkill, whatever. But CNN sucks. This morning, my dad was watching CNN, so I changed it to I don't know the local news, the adult channel. Yeah, and uh, fuck yeah. Who gives a shit? Not gonna. No. Nobody's watching CNN. Ugh. Headaches. Headaches. My sister this morning, she was uh, visiting. I don't know how long. Hopefully, no more than a day. Um, but uh, she was like, "Do you brush your hair?" And I was like, "No." Well, actually, yeah. I comb it and then I dry it off with a towel. And then my dad went, "Huh? That's interesting." It's like, it's my fucking hair. He's like, agreed. It's like, oh, what a douche. What a fucking douchebag. What a fucking... Line up bowling pins around him and fucking strike him down with a ball. Holy shit. Ugh. What a fucking... Ugh. I can't stand being... Like, you just can't be in the same room with people. You hear it, whoever it may be, if it's a political podcast or whoever the fuck. It's like, is that true? And you test it out, and boy, oh boy, are they right. Boy, oh boy, are living in a funny world. They're right. You know? I mean, they, they are right, but you know, you know what I mean? It's like you, you can't because it's the sarcasm, it's the passive-aggressiveness. You can't talk about anything because it's just a snide comment just waiting to spill out of their mouth to roll the fucking 
Their tongue is like the red carpet. It's a fucking a douchey fucking Hollywood star walking out onto the edge of the carpet. It's like, look at me. Look at what I can do. Aha! I'm famous and you're not. It's like, a, it's literally Charlize Theron. Wear a mask and don't be an ass. Nah, fuck you, you stupid cunt. Ugh. I have just, I have just had it with people. I don't really hate people. People can be funny, you know? People can also be racist, and when they're racist to, to your tribe, you're not going to want to be around them, you know? So it's like if a white person's racist to a black guy, oh, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. And then if a black guy is racist to white people, yeah, I don't want to hang out with you either. It's better we split. We can talk every two weeks. How's the wife? Good. How's, uh, how's your wife? Good. How's business? Good. <laughs> yeah. It's like that joke where it's like two a Jew and a Gentile are walking down the street. And a Jew says to the Gentile, which is a guy who's not Jewish and doesn't complain, How's business? Fine. Why do you ask? Wow. Boy. Are you slow? You know? Hey, I was trying to, I was trying to, uh, uh, cut the ice. I was trying to, trying to, uh, uh, I don't know, um, start a conversation or something. I don't know. Trying to, trying to, yeah. It's my, um, Norm impression. Well, actually, uh, Conan's impression of Norm. He was, he was on a show in like 2013 or 14. Um, I forget forget what the he was making up a story based off Norm's uh style. It was like once there was a farmer who had three daughters. Trying to trying to I, f- I forget I forget what the thing was, but it was the three daughters, I can't remember. But the thing was like um he did the the dolphin pun on his shell and he did fucking um the Germany going to war with the world and identification thing. It's funny. One of the funniest. He's so, like, odd and smart, but also just, like, what a smart ass. What a fucking genius. Because he was clean to that extent where he, he could go into a talk show. And he wasn't even that offensive. But in the early 2000s, certainly was when it wasn't so strict. But then, like, the 2010s... um. He kind of had to work around it, but still, fucking one of the funniest guys, period. Truly, like, absolutely hilarious. There's certainly a lot of comics like that where they're just funny and smart, you know? And they just got, you just got to hold on tight. And eventually people will find you, or eventually you'll bounce back. If it's Louie or Norm... Um, O and A, or probably just A, um, but fucking Hicks. I mean, the worst thing I've been doing was the Letterman thing. I don't know anything worse than that. Um, but, uh, just trying to think. Roseanne, obviously. Gilbert Gottfried, when he did those tweets about, um, 
I think it was the tsunamis in Japan in like 2008 or 9, maybe 7. No, I think it was 2010. Did the, the jokes about that. He fucking bounced back. He's, he's fine now. Um, but, uh, yeah. A lot of comics like that where you just you just have fun. You do this 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 joke. You don't think of that funny, but people laugh at it and they think it's funny. And then they'll tell their friends about it or tell stories about it. And then you're fine. You're fine. You know. But uh, I don't know. Just. Um, back, uh, I was really just talking about, you know, comics and comedians, but it's a very odd and also interesting concept when you have people playing themselves, you know, comedians playing themselves, talk shows playing themselves, um, radio guys are really now podcasters, and it's a very interesting thing because way back when, that's how you advertise yourself in Hollywood, was, you know, you saw Robert Redford movies, or you saw movies directed by, um, maybe it was Tarantino, even way before that, it was um, maybe Miyazaki, in terms of animation, or anything, Disney, or I want to see a, a Humphrey Bogart movie, or uh, Charles Bronson, or, I don't know, Paul Newman, people like that, and eventually became about that kind of stopped. People stopped going to movies. They liked franchises and they liked, you know, um, genres or things directed by Lucas or Spielberg or Scorsese or, uh, I don't know, um, the guy directed 2001, uh, Kubrick, maybe Kubrick movie, you know, things like that. Um, it's a very, things of gone, there's this shift, things have changed, there was a lot of PC stuff in the 50s, and the 80s, and 2010s, even now, and the way you, you give out a product, it, it really has changed, it's one of those really interesting things, where people are playing themselves, everything is acting, if you're on the news, or if you're an author, even when you're writing, you're still acting, you're pretending to be somebody you're not, but you're telling a story, you're telling a bullshit story that's believable, that you want to experience, that you want to to believe, because it's so, so great, so interesting, so um, so exciting, and so fantastic, right? So it's just one of those things. It is. And, um... It seems like, I don't know, that's what people are interested in. And there was this, I don't know, somewhere along the line, if you make like a timeline with dots and a long horizontal line or something like that, it seems like people just came, became obsessed with money and stopped with the product. I don't want to make a good book. Let's, let's, let's lie in the media. Let's make up stories about Donald Trump and people will tune in and, but eventually, when they find out the truth, they'll stop watching, and then it, it backfires. You know, uh, there's that, uh, I don't know who, who said it, but I heard it uh, by uh, Tim Pool saying, um, go woke, go broke. And that's what it seems like is happening in the world. It's fucking insane, man. Uh, that's my uh, Biden impression. But it's fucking insane where people are only doing things for the money. Write a book, make a movie. They're interested. I remember 
um, going up to people, if it was fucking, um, people went to high school with, hey, do you want to work on a project? Like, what is it about? Like, oh, interesting. And then, yeah, they never call back. They never text back. They're not really interested. If it was an animated short or a script or something, even like a picture, a poster, like something small, but no, they're not interested because there's no money involved. That's why people are obsessed with like Bitcoin or crypto coin or, uh, working on the stock market, you know, working at Wall Street, places like that, or YouTube or wherever it may be because it's about money with people. They want money. You got to know that people are only interested in the money. It's that, that quote by that guy who um, uh, was on ONA years ago. Follow the money. I can't remember his name. Um, who did that show about UFOs and Kumi his impression of him and Norton didn't like him. And he was, he was a, I think, a UFC guy. He was a wrestler. Uh, he was in the Marines. Anyway, people are only interested in the money. You got to know. I'm putting it out there. You, you, you want to listen. You want to take something by it. You want to leave. You know what I'm saying. You can do that too. Um, but people aren't, don't have passion anymore. People are like fucking, I don't know, pigs or dogs. They're only interested in like, like sex and, and parties and booze and drugs. And shit like that. They're not really interested in an actual career. Because that takes work. Or a family. That takes work. Everything is work. But when you're addicted to something. Or it feeds your endorphins. Or the pleasure center of your mind. It seems like you're more motivated. You really are more motivated. Jerry. What's the deal with airplanes? The peanuts and the chair. What's your deal with with that? I'm Jerry Seinfeld. But it's one of those odd things. One of those odd things where people are just fucking around. They really are. Where they don't they don't, they don't care. They don't fucking they don't, they don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Right? Um but, uh, trying to fix my screen here. Um, but, uh, but it, that's the fucking problem. You know, people are complaining about many, many problems, like a sitcom or a TV show, or you want that narrative, like with the news. You want a story to tell something new to complain about. If it's homelessness or if it's equal rights or planet earth this that whatever it's just some new bullshit thing or the voter id shit who tim young has a fucking solution for and people have these solutions for these problems and then it's like oh well, i haven't considered that well because you haven't considered a solution to fucking solving the problem you know the only way to fucking solve the covid thing is to get to get it and then you're over it then you won't get sick it's not a vaccine it's by taking off the mask getting near people, and then you're over it. You're over it. Conquering your fear. If you're so afraid of people, just go up to them and see what happens. See if you really get sick or not. Yeah. It's as easy as that, man. But, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. Um, these are the problems out there in the fucking world. People are just afraid. They're not living, you know. Be interested in something. Have passion. Not sex. Actual, something that will never leave you. You know, something that will that will remain with you for the rest of your life. If it's writing, if it's running a business, cooking, I don't know, something. Have a something in your life. Not a somebody, a something. Because it'll last much, much longer. Um... And uh, that's that's kind of where we're at with the world. I've figured these things out the past, I don't know, 10 years or so. Probably less, probably five. Um, and other people have been dealing with this shit for decades. Fucking decades, man. Since the goddamn 80s with, with feminism and gays and, and this and that. And and the whole drug thing and the homelessness and blah 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 blah, and it just keeps going. The story never seems to end. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And then you see with oh let's stay green and let's protect the earth and blah 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 blah. Oh and let's stay healthy blah 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 blah. It's something new and it just keeps going and going and going and going. It's just stupid. Some things don't last. Some things just don't last. Like in 2011, 12, maybe 13 it was, there was a a campaign or, I know, a trend where it was like, free the nipple or something where people are going to go shirtless if it was guys or girls. And that that didn't last. No. (laughs) That fucking, that disappeared quicker than a, I don't know, water in in a sauna. Probably... Evaporates very, very quickly. Very quickly. Uh, um, but, uh, I don't know. I see these things. I observe them. Try and figure them out. Try to fucking, I don't know, understand them. And, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, you can try and look at, oh, let's have fun with movies and things like that. And um, a little dis- distraction, which is good, or a conversation. But eventually these things come up. And you got to give your full opinion. you got to be comfortable. Be yourself. Fucking find things you enjoy. Because I know many people, either family members or friends or ex-friends, ex-family members, where um, they don't know how to be themselves. They don't know how to be comfortable. Like, just express your opinion. Like, it's not so hard, Right? My uh, sisters eventually, or not eventually, she said, oh, I'm going to do vlogs. I'm only sending them to my best friend and my boyfriend. It's like, why wouldn't you send them to the world? To the fucking world. What have you got to lose? Don't you want them to see from where you started out? Right? Don't delete them. Like, fucking put them out there. Like, there, there, was, a, there was a story. I forget where it was. But there was a kid who made a book. A book about Christmas. An American style thing, American holiday, this American, this thing is, it speaks, it's so symbolic of the United States of America, and he puts it in a library, and somebody finds it, reads it, shares, have you read this book, and it just, that's how it happens, you just, some people are luckier than others, but then they get spoiled, and they don't work towards something, and they're not skilled, and they don't know how to deal with, um, 
being bad or not being popular or that 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 hike up that hill pushing that rock it's like pushing a rock or hiking when you can barely use your 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 leg and you got to use a cane imagine how difficult that would be to walk up a fucking i don't know mount everest or i don't know any any mountain really and you're just using a fucking cane come on like how that's fucking difficult that is that is But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um. We've been recording for, I don't know, 44 plus 12, uh, 54, 56, I think. Um. It's quite uncomfortable. Um. I don't know. This is where I'm at, where it's like, I I go in certain, if I'm going up to a person or a dating site to meet somebody, to, to meet a, a girl, to go out with, hang out with, whatever the fuck, you know, get to know each other, do things together, there's an attraction, go that route. Um, but women are dumb. Like, I can't. I gotta be some. I gotta be this dumb guy. If the smoking or the drinking, and there's no actual conversations happening, and I can't really relate to her. She can't relate to me. It's fucking awful. It really is a pile of shit. Where I can't even be myself. I can't even talk like this. I gotta just listen half the time. Ever ever on a first date, you gotta listen to her. Blah blah blah. But yeah, you listen to her, but you want to zone out because you can't talk, right? But then you can't do that because then she'll want an answer or uh, something. Or she'll ask you a question finally. It's like, what? What did you say? Oh, uh, I don't know. Or or even if you're afraid to ask again, you'll just say yes or maybe. And then it fucking backfires from then on out. Um, uh, I don't know. It really sucks. And... I did that for a while, this little fling, in the last, like, two weeks or so. Or probably less. Uh, I don't even know. It felt like two weeks. It was awful. Um, but uh, I literally, I just forgot how geeky I was. You know, I love being a detective or if it's studying something, kind of fleshing it out with comedy, writing, uh, cartoons, animating, movies, sitcoms, whatever the fuck it may be. Whatever it is, I just love learning about something, getting obsessed with it, understanding it more. It's like, I could, if I wanted to, I could fucking do this. It's like going to school, it's like I want to do this thing, and then you execute it. And I did that with fucking little shorts out of clay or construction paper or simply just drawing something on big big paper. Oh, I have hiccups. But... Even then, um, if it's not that, it's a flip book or a piece of writing or learning about the history of something, getting into a sport, understanding it, like hockey. Hockey's great. Um, fucking, um, I don't know, conversations, acting, impressions. There's a whole bunch of stuff. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Not, not 
committing crimes. Fuck you for even thinking that. Or dealing drugs. Ugh. I mean, like, there isn't something you want to do that's a, a passion you want to do. That's, you know, not insane. Um, fucking do it. Fucking, why the fuck not? Why, would, why wouldn't you fucking do it? Having a little fun there. Why not? Be, be a great thing. Be fucking awesome. You know, I could just sit there for hours thinking about it or just fantasizing about it. Fantasizing. Thinking. Dreaming. Daydreaming. Whatever. And that's, that's life. That's human life. These aren't, this isn't politics. These are just opinions. And what I think about it, you know? How I, how I view something, you know? That's, that's the great part of it. And that's what I love. These, there are people who've influenced me. You know, I talked about this before with but the CIA influencing people. And really just, you kind of just got to, like, I could have been awokeified or brainwashed, but I wasn't. I kind of tuned that stuff out. Even when I was in college, and then I stopped because, uh, oh, you got to wear a mask. It's only over Zoom. You can come back, but you got to wear a mask. Oh, you, you can come back without a mask, but you got to get vaccinated. Oh, but you still got to wear a mask. Look, Fuck you. I'd rather just learn shit on the internet. Um, and uh, I guess I blocked it out and I, I found people and then I kind of agreed with and then boom. Well, I guess I developed some sort of personality and opinions about things. Started thinking about things for myself, which I, I uh, think you should, anybody listening or anybody making fun of this saying, who the fuck is this loser? Because I've, I've heard people like that, and I don't, I don't give a shit. Fuck you, dumb cunts. Or, I don't know. I guess I uh, developed this pers- personality. I, I'm the lucky one. I don't have the gay gene or the woke gene or the dumb gene. I'm just a guy. You know, I don't like stupid people. I really can't stand stupid people. Um, but I am uh, up to the point where uh, I think my time is up. I could keep going on, but I heard from somebody, I don't know if it was Judd Apatow or Steve Martin or their stupid woke fucking masterclasses where it's like, save it for the stage, you know? Don't waste out your your ability in real life. Save it for, make good use of it. Don't waste it. And I have, I don't know, I have some more things I want to say and get it up more, but I'm still hungry to do this more. I was quiet for years. I had a fucking stutter because I cracked my head. Four fucking times. And I didn't talk for years because how can you talk to people who are just so fucking toxic and don't like your opinions on things and it's just fucking, ah, I can't even deal with this. I can't deal with people like this. They're fucking passive aggressive and they hate you and want to shut you up and it's a mess. It's a mess. Don't be around people you don't even like, you don't agree with, aren't? Because they'll rub off on you, you monkey see, monkey do kind of thing. But, uh, um, see you later, see you later, alligator, <laughs>